Hi, my name is Connie Jacob, and I am excited you've tuned in to my Brave podcast, where I am all about igniting the brave in you. Not long ago, I decided to stop living small and realize that my story and your story has the power to shift culture. In this podcast, I'm calling out for the wild ones, the rebels who dare rise up to create something different in the world around us. Here, we dream from the dirt and talk real about what it really looks like to rise up to who you are called to be and embrace the influence that you were meant to have. Whether you're on your commute, walking, or sitting cozy with a coffee, buckle up, my friend, because you're about to find your brave. Welcome back to the Brave Podcast. Today, I am so excited because we are going to be talking about something that is so dear to my heart. It is the key to pressing forward. It is the one thing that you and I desire, but the one thing that can sometimes seem just out of reach. And what is that? Belonging. Belonging is something that feels so complicated, doesn't it? I mean, you're having a great day and then people happen. People hurt us. People wound us. And all we're doing throughout our day is looking around going, do you see me? Do you hear me? Do you value me? So belonging is something that we all desire. But in today's world where we seem more connected than ever, it just seems to be out of reach. In our Brave Parent Institute, we take parents through a year roadmap. We take everyone through our mantra, which is, I am brave. I show up when it's hard, I love without walls, I forgive when it hurts, and I rise through the storm. And in our I am brave section of our roadmap, one of the questions that we ask is, when was a time that you felt like you really belonged? And you know, I have to admit, even though I'm a part of creating the roadmap, I was the one who instigated this question, it threw me off. Because in order to discover when I felt like I belonged, I had to really think about a time that I didn't belong. Well, what was common? What were all these times that I felt rejected? What was common? Well, I had given the gift of myself to people who couldn't value me. They didn't understand me. They didn't receive me. And instead of seeing it for what it was, what did I do? Well, I tried harder, strived more. I became more of a people pleaser only to find that I was never good enough. And you know what this did? It caused me great confusion. It led me into this wilderness of self-doubt and even self-hatred at times. I was so confused. I wondered, will I ever fit anywhere? And it wasn't until I became brave to break away from these relationships that were not good for me, until I broke out of those and walked away and ha- and walked alone, to be honest, for quite a long season, I was finally able to hear what makes me me, being okay with me. The problem was is that the negative impact of all of these others, all of these people I was trying to get acceptance from, it was clouding my ability to be able to receive it. I didn't see my belonging. And here is the struggle. Most of us are looking for belonging to be created for us by others. But you can't give what you don't have. 
even in my own home, I, I noticed what rejection did. My own lack of belonging affected my relationship with my husband. It affected my relationship with my kids because now everything they were saying, I heard it through my heart wounds and I would respond through my heart wounds. Belonging isn't something that others create for us. It is only found in the wilderness. One of the greatest books that I loved so much during my time of being in a wilderness was Brene Brown's, guess what it's called, friends? Braving the Wilderness. She was able to name what I was experiencing. She called it the wilderness. I'm like, yes, that is exactly what this feels like. It feels like a wilderness. It feels like I'm all alone. And I would wallow. I would complain. I would say, nobody understands me. But what I didn't realize was that belonging has to be something that I discover alone. I can't expect you to provide that for me. And oftentimes what we do in community, in tribe, is we show up and we're so desperately looking for other people to tell, uh, tell me who I am. What do you need me to do? What do you need me to be? Who do you need me to show up as in order to be your friend, in order to be accepted into this crowd? And in that, we lose ourselves. What if you and I were never meant to fit? This is something that I wrote in my book, Bring Them Closer, which ironically is a book about parenting, but I put it right in the middle because of this exact thing. We cannot create belonging for anyone, including our children, unless we've owned it for ourselves. Today's culture, what do we celebrate? Well, we celebrate significance. And one of our greatest mistakes is that we expect our significance to come from others' acceptance of us. We want to look perfect. We want to be perfect. We want to be seen by people as someone who has it all together. But we need to get real. We need to let go of unrealistic expectations and lay down this need to be important in the eyes of others and just have this innate ability to show up fully us and be okay. What I tell my brave speakers all the time is, I am not for everyone and that is okay. Because if I was for everyone, that would be overwhelming. If you were for everyone, you would never find tribe. You would never find the people who you can just laugh and be yourself with and girlfriends that you can talk on Zoom brawless with. I mean, this does not happen with people who don't understand you. And oftentimes we give the gift of ourselves to people and we say, you tell me how significant I am. When that alone is your responsibility, my responsibility, that's the dirty work we do alone. And when we can do that, what rises? What rises out of the ashes of learning what it looks like to find out who we are in the grit and in the day-to-day on our own is we can show up like that. Now for me, I, I found myself every day on my couch. And if you've taken any of my master classes, you will hear me talk about my couch a lot. It's where I start my day. And in those moments where I didn't feel like I fit, where I felt like a complete outcast, an outsider looking in to everyone else who seemed to have it all together, who seemed like they all had friends and belonging, 
in that moment, I would sit on my couch and I cried out to God and I said, who do you say that I am? Because I can't afford friends. This is my favorite quote by my mentor who doesn't know me, but he's my mentor because I listen to him all the time. Bill Johnson says, I can't afford to have a thought in my head that God doesn't think about me. Now, I'm not here to preach about a religion to you. I'm just saying that I had to get down to the nitty gritty in my soul, in my spirit, finding out who I was. And I wasn't about to do that alone. And out of the ashes, friends, came bravery. You are brave, Connie. You are perseverant. You're an igniter. The reason why you don't fit, Connie, is because you're meant to lead and ignite. And people who love you, they're already around you. I've had the same best friend for 46 years. I've had a few other friends that have been with me for over 25 years. Stop looking for the people you want acceptance from and start looking at the ones who've accepted you for so long. That was powerful. And now I have to say, friends, I... I show up mostly fully me because I'm human and you're human too. And the problem is, is that we do care. And the reason why we care is because we are literally neurologically in our brains wired to want to connect with people. It's not because you're weak. I've mentioned this in some past podcasts before. What What would happen if you lived like you already had significance? What would be different How would you show up today for your family? How would you show up today for people? What would change in your confidence? What would change in in your dreams and being able to live out your dreams? What would happen if you could show up fully you? You know, there's always going to be critics. There's always going to be people who don't accept us. And we pay far too much attention to them. And so it's really important to find out whose opinion really matters. Well, those people who show up in your life, who don't care about anything else other than what's best for you, their opinion matters. And if you have no one like that, keep looking. We have to be so careful that we don't pass on heart wounds to others. And we only do this by finding our own belonging. Only finding where we truly, where we fit in this world. It's so important that you discover, where do I fit? Why am I here? And you know, honestly, if you're looking for rejection, you're, it's not going to take very long for you to find it. You need to learn how to keep moving, even when there's no affirmation from anyone else. Keep being brave, even when there's no inspiring music behind you. Because people, they don't owe us their loyalty. No one owes me anything is one of the things I say to myself all the time. It helps me check my expectations at the door. My husband doesn't owe me anything. My kids don't owe me anything. My closest friends don't owe me anything. They are not responsible for creating the belonging that I am looking for. No, that is my responsibility. And then when we show up in community, fully us, what the community can do, what the tribe can do is affirm it. And I've seen this happen with our brave speakers being so brave in our little, in our group, sharing their stories. And they had to do this dirty work. They had to do the work of what is my message? Who am I? 
And what am I bringing to the earth? What am I bringing to the world that's going to shift culture? They had to do it on their own. And then they would show up and they would share their story and we would all surround them. I want you to imagine what it would look like for you to know who you are and then showing up to a tribe of people who only support and encourage you. What it does is it lifts you. But see, we weren't supposed to start with the lifting. It doesn't work that way. If you're looking for people to lift you up, they're going to disappoint you because they're human. They're going to say things that are going to rub you the wrong way. There's going to be so much that that people will let you down again and again. No, you do. You do your dirty work. You get in the grit of your life. You search the crevices of your soul and watch what rises and then show up as that person to a community that can hold you and affirm you and extend their arms of welcome to you who really have your back. Now, I would dare say that that's what I'm creating. What I'm creating is, is a tribe of people who know how to find out who they are and know how to celebrate others. One of the lines in my mantra for our brave tribe is, I celebrate others' wins without jealousy or comparison. I invite others to be brave with me. And I can only do that when I'm rooted in who I am, because then you don't threaten me. Nobody else threatens me at that time because I have my place. I know my lane. And when you know your place and when you know your lane, you can show up there and you can offer the beautiful gift of yourself. But there's a real twist to this. Be careful. Be careful what tribe you give the gift of yourself to. As soon as you feel like you're having to change again, as soon as you feel like you can't show up fully you, then I would question whether that tribe is for you or not. You belong. You belong. There's no doubt in my mind. You're thinking, you don't know me. You can't see me. No, I don't need to see you because belonging is your birthright. You just being human means that you were meant to belong somewhere. And I would love for you to feel that belonging in the space that I've created. In the space that I've created with the Brave Tribe, we are all about celebrating one another's wins. We're all about coming alongside one another. And what I have found with people's dreams and what I've found with parents that are struggling with kids behind closed doors is that as soon as you put people in safe community, acceleration happens. And that's what I'm about. I'm releasing acceleration through a culture of belonging. What does that look like? Well, I would love for you to find out. I would love for you to join our brave tribe. We have so many opportunities for you to feel a part of something bigger than yourself. We have our brave speakers. If you have a message that you want to get out to the world, we have our brave influencers, which is all about taking your message and how do you get it out there? We have our Brave Parent Institute, which is all for parents who are, who are struggling through some real, real hard things with their kids, suicide, um, behavioral issues, mental health issues. If that's you, well, you don't have to walk alone anymore. We are here. You were meant to soar. You belong. 
Friends, you are enough. All the rebels in the world stand up.